0: Hey, what's going on guys? American contingency. I'm sitting down today with Kevin Owens, master sergeant, retired Kevin Owens, who's been in the military since the 1800s. (laughs) Kevin Owens and I served in special operations together. We stood side by side as snipers in special operations. And the most knowledgeable man that I know on the planet earth is Kevin Owens because of his roots in the motherland, Ireland, being a counter-terrorism operator working with the army ranger wing, Mm -hmm. Irish Ranger wing, as well as becoming a Green Beret, living the American dream here as an immigrant. I mean, from Peyton Walls in Manhattan uh, to becoming an American citizen, fighting for this country. uh, It's a pleasure and honor to have Kevin Owens on the show.
1: Thanks, Mike.
0: You're welcome, man, no problem. (laughs) Kevin Owens. Michael Glover. Come on, man. Why are you getting all weird on me? What? I don't just kidding. You kidding? I, you're,
1: you're talking, you're, you're calling me by my whole name. It's like my mom trying to <laughs> kick my ass. Kevin, um, Kevin
0: Owens, I will beat your ass. Tell me about your, you did a post this morning. I did. And you, you post every morning. And I'm talking Instagram. Mm-hmm. You're now Insta-famous. I'm not. Dude, how many, a year ago you didn't have I did a not. social media page. Yeah. And how many followers do you have now?
1: Like 22, I think.
0: 22,000, you're like <laughs> 22,363. Um, yeah, what I, I think about, I think the coolest thing about your social media is you're so old, so you're able to reference wow. so much I'm material. Leaving. I'm <laughs> done,
1: <fun>. I'm <laughs> tapping out. I love You it. get one, that's it. That, three. No more teachers. In jokes. America, we do three
0: strikes in All right. Um This morning you posted a picture of, I'm assuming Irish uh, <clears throat> police.
1: I took no uh, British Army in the streets of Northern Ireland, Belfast. Yeah, with I think, the with, children, with little kids around them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Talk
0: to me about that and kind of the context for that that picture.
1: Yeah, I, I've posted some stuff uh, about Ireland before, and I, I try not to do too th- too many. And I am not a supporter of the IRA, and I'm I'm kind of neutral in it, even though I grew up in, in, in completely immersed in it. Um, like a, a member. <laughs> um, but i posted a picture of these little kids around a british soldier and and what i was thinking when i saw it was that you know life becomes so normal to these kids that having soldiers on the street and breaking down your door and riots and and killings and murders every single day it becomes the norm right and i've posted stuff about northern ireland before and people have asked me do you see a, a like a correlation or a a, a kind of uh Similarity with what's going on in America today. And I've always said, no, not at all. But it's getting more and more like that. Every, every time it just gets worse and worse and worse. Every time I turn the TV on. It's funny because I lived just south of the border in Northern Ireland, so we got the Irish TV news, right? And we also got the Northern Ireland news from the North. And people used to call it the bad news program because it was all killings and murders and shootings and bombs and every single day. And it it just, you get numb to it after a while. So I look at what's going on now with riots and, 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 you know, in Northern Ireland, both sides get entrenched in their beliefs, like the loyalists and the Catholics and the the Protestants and the IRA and the British army and the British police and security forces. And everybody had a point of view, but people are so entrenched that their point of view is right that anything becomes acceptable. Any level of violence, any level of civilian deaths, any level of burning shit to the, stuff to the ground uh, becomes acceptable. And I see more and more of that um, from the left, to be honest. I, I'm, I'm trying to be impartial right now, but when Barack, Barack Obama got elected, Anybody center uh, right or conservative was not happy. And I personally, and a lot of people think he did a lot of damage to America. All this stuff we're seeing now is, is a, a, a product of his presidency. And, uh, but you know what? Me and you were in the military when Barack Obama got elected. We 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 went and we did our duty and we 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 deployed and we served our country and we never protested and we never and we paid our taxes and a lot of Americans did. And uh, but now it's like the yeah, the left, if they don't get their way, their default position is anything is acceptable. We will burn the country down uh, physically if needed. We we will burn businesses. We will riot. We will do it. They're like spoiled children. Uh, with a temper tantrum, laying on the ground, banging their, their, their feet and hands on the ground. So I, I see a, a, a correlation now between the Northern Ireland piece just in the fact that people are so entrenched in their views that it, anything becomes acceptable to, to get your way. Yeah, I think maybe the biggest... I, I'm
0: trying to be impartial too, mm-hmm. right? But we, we the conversations we often have are based on objective reality. We We are not skewing... The realities. We don't buy into the headlines. We don't buy into the uh, clickbait. We dig deep, and, mm-hmm. and we talk to people on social issues, on political, economic issues. And what I've realized, and I, I just, I had this, this thought coming into this building today. Today, we've been talking about marketing and and uh, search engine optimization, this SEO. And what I've realized for the first time is the politicians now have their own action arms and everything is meshed and optimized from the decision makers, the policymakers, to their abilities to weaponize human beings, Mm -hmm. influence in mass through media outlets who are acting on their behalf. We've talked about this before, uh, acting as propaganda arms. And it's like, now it's strategic, right? Now now when I hear uh, Chuck Schumer or I hear Nancy Pelosi saying, Look, all options are on the table. We'll do whatever it takes to essentially paraphrasing, burn it down to the yeah. ground. Mm-hmm. I believe them. Yeah. Because I too. before it was like they would say this stuff and it was yeah. empty threats and, and it was hollow. But now it's so divisive, but it's so strategic that now we're going to see actual things take place and violence, the mm-hmm. inciting of violence, um chaos. Mm-hmm. And and, the, and they thrive in that chaos. Because now they could point the finger at President Trump and say, it's the administration. It's the toxicity of the administration, mm-hmm. even though th- they're sitting there with a, the lighter underneath the fuel cell. Yeah.
1: I, I, it's, it's your Politicians sicken me, honestly. All of them do, like on both sides. Like in 2016, there was an election year. And uh, the uh, back then, uh, Democrats were like, oh, it's completely acceptable to to nominate a uh, a supreme court justice in an election year you have you have the uh, it, it's your right and it's your your you must do it it's it, it's what you're supposed to do and republicans were like oh you can't you can't do that in an election year well now that the coin is flipped yeah. and it's like you the democrats are like you can't do this it's 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 uh, it's wrong. You shouldn't be there. like it's completely one eighty, right? And uh, the fact is that you absolutely can nominate a, a Supreme Court justice in an election uh, You need to fill that. That's seat. what you do. Yes, that's the system that we we we've been using for since the beginning of America, right? So all of a sudden now they're weaponizing a population. People are uh, because of the, the low attention span of people now and the clickbait that you can. Put a headline out there, and literally in the text of the of the the, the post, you can completely contradict your headline. But nobody reads it. Yeah. They look at the headline to go, "Oh my they god, excited, but yeah. it's so bad that Trump is doing this. He's circumventing the Constitution. He's he uh, no." And and again, um, if look at the two parties, right? I saw a thing on on, on social media the other day, and the, one one was like you know, the Republican Party is not perfect, but the other side are lunatics. They're out of control, right? And, and and where you sit is where you stand. But if you look at the two parties now, only one party is threatening to burn the system to the ground if they don't get their way. They've actually said that if if Trump nominates, and he has the, the votes in the Senate to confirm uh, a Supreme Court justice replacement for Ginsburg, and... If They've said if he does that and Biden gets elected, then they will add three more states to the United States just to get more Senate seats, and they will add four seats to the Supreme Court so they dominate everything. Yeah. Um, I, and, and you know, if they do that and they do gun control and they do all these far-left policies, which they would have the ability to do— then we're looking at civil war. And I do not say that lightly, I, I, but I think that's extremely likely because all these people that are, that are conservative or center or, or just common sense people did not sign up for that. You yeah. know? So, but but some part of me thinks that burning the country to the ground and inciting a civil war is what they want. I, I have to look at it and go, what is their goal? And I, I think part some of them, their goal is just to burn the whole system to the ground. And maybe this is a mechanism. You, you know,
0: the, the Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Gingrich, they're calling her G- Ginsburg. Him, uh, Ginsburg mm-hmm. is uh, called, uh, we're calling her uh, um, RBG. Yeah, RBG. Notorious RBG,
1: they Like she was this mythical figure, yeah. you
0: know? Well, the, the the thing that's comical to me is, is this idea that she said this on our dying bed or on our deathbed as a dying wish literally and this is this is quoting my most fervent wish is that I will not be replaced until a new president is installed it's comical how th- the fact that you have politicians Nancy Pelosi included that will come to a platform and literally yeah. brief the american public yeah that this was her dying wish Mm -hmm. and that somehow, some way us going against that in any way (laughs) is, is not in, 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 in keeping with the, I don't know the beliefs and the value system of this country yeah. it's is comical. the complete opposite it's comical w- one that they politicized her death i mean uh-huh. she had pancreatic cancer mm-hmm. i think she was 87 years old yeah um and and they're blank they're like there's some parts there's news reporters there's the washington oh, post yeah. there's politicians who are blaming her mm. like you should have died in 2021 yeah. you yeah. should have resigned during the obama administration yeah. like She didn't know she was going to pass away. She Mm -hmm. got pancreatic cancer and she should have stepped down in hindsight, obviously. Mm -hmm. There's not a good outcome for pancreatic cancer and she passed away. But this uh, this controversy is coming from this idea which was misquoted or misrepresented where in a four-year term, if this happened three years in, then uh, you would not... You would wait until the next election cycle to to allow the new president or whoever it was to be able to to be
1: installed, and we know that's not true. No, it was it twenty nine? Like twenty seven times, I think, in an election year. Yeah. a Supreme Court justice has been nominated, and generally, if the Senate is controlled by the same party as the presidency, yeah. it's, it's gone. Seventeen through. times, yeah, I, was, I think yeah, seventeen times 17, it's gone yeah. true. So. Um, yeah they're, they're trying to spin this narrative that it's completely unconstitutional and unacceptable and that's not true man. Yeah. You don't like the outcome? Tough. That yeah. that's and and uh you know Obama put out a a a thing saying it was wrong. I can't remember what the quote was. That's the same guy who said elections have consequences. I have a pen and a phone and I can do whatever I want is basically what he said. I don't need Congress or, or, or so spare me the outrage, yeah. you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think the the strategy of burning the country down by all means, yeah. What what I, do, what I think is a poor strategy is because they have you know, they're trying to incite emotion because yeah. if you're emotional about mm-hmm. it, you're going to more be likely to vote. Yeah. What a lot of these policymakers or the politicians on the left don't understand is that when they isolate their demographic, they are segregating another demographic, right? And so they forget that there's a Trump-supporting group that's half the citizens that are, uh, in America that support our president of the United States and who see the outrage mm-hmm. and you see them showing their ass and are now there's a whole bunch of Democrats that are coming out going, dude, I don't want to be any, any part of this Yeah, because yeah. whether you're looking at BLM and Tifa, in fact, all these groups and organizations that are taking advantage of circumstance in a lot of ways, they're going, everybody's watching this going, well, wait a minute. If Antifa, who's anti-fascist is being fascist and acting mm-hmm. out and the vice president, the former vice president Biden is not saying anything bad about the organization that's actually burning American cities to the ground,
1: then why would I be behind this group of organization? I have to think every time I see riots and businesses of, of, law-abiding citizens get burned to the ground, I have to think you're just creating more Trump voters. Yeah. I have to. I mean, what kind of a lunatic, even if you're left-wing in politics, unless you're extreme left and you buy into the lies that the media are telling yeah. you, then you should be looking at this going, okay, if Biden gets elected, the riot, it's not like the riots are going to stop overnight because like any terrorist organization, and is a terrorist organization, and, and BLM is a terrorist organization. Everybody supports the... the the notion that black lives matter. Of course they did, the American lives matter. But BLM is a racist, divisive, um, violent organization who wanna burn the system to the ground, right? So you have to look at that and go, if Biden gets elected, not only are are they not going to stop, they're going to get emboldened and they're going to push harder and harder and they're going to burn one city to the ground after another. And Biden will never step in with federal law enforcement and stop them. So the only way this stops is if Trump gets uh, reelected by a landslide, then the American people have spoken and then he needs to come in hard. There's always a, I I grew up with this stuff, right? There's always a, a fine balance when you're dealing with riots and stuff like that is if you come in too hard and too heavy, you incite more especially when the media are on their side like the media cnn and msnbc that's the propaganda wing of the far left right so you come in there and you get video and we saw this in the um was riots in the 80s that thatcher that the coal miners uh, went on strike in the 80s and the the media actually photoshopped photographs of like a play i remember one of a a, a police officer on a horse like riding after a woman running and he had a truncheon in her hand like he was like like hitting her, but it was completely fake, right? And but it, what they'll do, they'll weaponize the media, they'll turn public opinion completely against them. And even reasonable people will be like, well the police came in and then they shot people and all that you know what I mean? So there's a fine line. If you push too hard, you turn people more against you. But if you if you Go in too soft and you wuss out, you, you get emboldened and more and more and more. So there's a lot of people out there throwing Molotov cocktails who, because the media are with them, and because a lot of left-wing politicians are with them, and because a lot of these scumbags in Hollywood are with them, they feel like, I must be doing the right thing. Every time they get away with it, they get more and more emboldened. And I just hope that federal law enforcement are tracking them down behind the scenes, targeting the money. And, uh just just throwing these people in jail in large numbers but um I I, I think the, the the federal government need to hold left-wing politicians accountable who don't enforce laws in their in their cities or states because uh, you have taxpayers in your state who pay taxes for law enforcement and now you're not letting law enforcement do their job so uh, somehow those politicians need to be held accountable but if you're if you're even center left, and you, you think that it's going to get better if you vote for Biden, you're you're greatly mistaken.
0: Yeah, I just did a uh, a post yesterday on I, I, I'm tweeting now. That's like a big thing that old people do. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 big into tweeting, and you know we have a we have a huge, a lot of our demographic are minority. I mean, I'm doing a podcast with Byron Rogers, who's black, mm-hmm. and you know he he stands with me on a stage on American Contingency. And, and we talk about black lives matter as a movement and yeah, American lives and black lives always matter. Yeah. The problem is when you look at the founders of the organization that are Marxist, who believe that mm-hmm. capitalism and the system that exists is systemically racist mm-hmm. and should be burned onto the ground. When you look at one in six protesters for Black Lives Matter is black. Yeah, The yeah. other people are rich white kids yeah. from who suburbia. Who hate themselves
1: and hate their parents. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. Who, are, who are chant, I mean, this is that 20-year-old
0: girl who throws a Molotov cocktail into a police car. Yeah you are going to prison for 20 yeah, years. Yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah. Like so so where did that work out for you? It didn't. Mm-hmm. You know why it didn't? It's because you you bought into yeah. the bullshit. Mm-hmm. And and the problem I don't understand is why are we why are we standing behind organizations that all only end goal is to destroy this country yeah. and we're somehow feeling like that's acceptable in this Wait, country.
1: People like me and you and there are thousands or or millions or so of uh, people who love America will never let that happen. You know, you, know you, you can play your little games, but when push comes to shove, we will never let that happen. We, we've the media is is um, they're responsible for a lot of this, and I don't know how you do it with with uh, the First Amendment without. Violating constitutional rights because I'm a firm believer in the Constitution, but somebody needs to hold the media accountable. Somebody does. Because you're taking a scumbag criminal who opened fire at the police and is is like, uh, you know, has got a rap sheet longer than your arm and he shoots at police officers. Police officers defend their lives and shoot back. And now he's a hero in the community. You hold him up like he's the greatest thing ever, you know? Yeah. Um, it's disgusting. Which is Brianna Taylor. That's the circumstance of
0: Brianna Taylor. Yeah, and yeah. Tragically. I mean she Breonna- wasn't a criminal. Yeah. She, yeah. She, yeah. she tragically yeah. she was killed. Mm-hmm. Apparently she was on the same warrant sheet because he li- he's living with her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he- he decides to pick up a gun yes because he he says they didn't announce yep. which if they didn't announce that's a policing issue, right there's yeah. no doubt yeah but when you violently assault with and shoot, he shot yeah. a, a police officer mm-hmm. and they return fire and somebody's killed that's called an accident. yes, he voted he, he, he yeah, voted that's an yeah. accident. But now the National Guard, I mean, I got all the uh, information uh, relayed to me through uh, the Intel analysts at American Contingency, but they're, they're, they relay to us hey, the National Guard's being called in, a state of an emergency, mm-hmm. there's businesses boarding up. Yeah. Like a lot of these businesses are black businesses. Yeah. 50% of the businesses in Atlanta, Georgia are African American businesses. Yeah. And yep. you are burning down businesses because of your rage. And we're allowing criminals because. Somehow we want to facilitate the message. Yeah. Somehow we want to make people think that we're on this. When you disrupt law and order. Yeah. Which is the fabric and structure where everybody can assimilate, where community, uh, communities can come together, where businesses can grow and thrive. That's the start point. Yeah. When that fabric starts
1: coming unraveled well, that's you, the goal. you have nothing there's a lot of foreign money being put behind antifa and black lives matter and, and money from george soros and stuff there's outside entities that want to see america burned to the ground that's the goal right there yeah. and unfortunately they're getting there right the, the, the riots going on all the time and then they, they trigger anything they can and turn it into rage and and they, 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 a lot of these rioters are a lot of them are just sheep following the leadership. And a lot of them are a criminal element who just want to steal shit and break shit and, and, and hurt people. So
0: well, the Kyle Rittenhouse thing is a great example of that, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the fact that both the men who were killed had a rap. Sheet. Yeah.
1: One was a pedophile. One was a pedophile. Yeah.
0: yeah. And the kids, like, like I'm not going to justify him being there, right? He mm-hmm. shouldn't have been He there. shouldn't have been there, his no. Parents, his, his mom supposedly brought him there. That's just dumb. Yeah, it is, like it in, is, the, yeah. American
1: And if you're gonna bring a gun yeah. to something like that, you better be prepared to use it, yeah. and you better be prepared for the consequences, well, well, the, you know? The, the problem now
0: is the laws that are written, in especially use of force for the police departments and citizens in self-defense, mm-hmm. are being rewritten, right? Yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse, we uh, we we did we, we raised $6,000 for his, his legal funds. And and people have asked me, they're like, why would you defend somebody who killed somebody? And the difference between us and everybody else who's looking at this s- subjectively is we understand what the use yeah. of force in, de- in self-defense means.
1: Yeah, he'd be dead enough if he didn't shoot those people. 100%. He would be dead, yeah. The, the,
0: the last dude that approached him that got shot in his arm yeah. had a Glock 17 in yeah. his hand. Yeah. When he approached him, yeah, they they hit him in the head with a skateboard. They yeah. threw a Molotov cocktail at him. They were surrounding him and mobbing yeah. him. Yeah, and and I've talked to lawyers. I mean, Colin uh, Noir is one of them that that that's advocated for the use of force legally, mm-hmm. and he's a lawyer, and and he's an African American. Yeah, and he's like and he's pro th- Second Amendment. Yeah, this is clear clear cut self defense. It is based off all, it is. all circumstances.
1: So what'll happen now? That kid'll go to trial. And he will probably, they'll, they'll probably charge, I don't know what they charge them with, but. The second degree murder. Okay, that, that won't fly yeah. because there was no premeditation. There was no, I don't know if you need premeditation for second degree, but I, that probably won't fly because they overcharge these cases all the time because yeah. they want to show how serious. They're taking it, right? You yeah. don't see, show how serious you're taking it by overcharging. You show how serious you're taking it by charging what you can prove, right? Yeah. So when he gets acquitted, riots and burn and people be murdered and they'll all that. You know what I mean? All. Because they'll just – and the media will be behind it and push it. Just I had a thought there when you were talking about the uh, Brianna Taylor thing. That guy picked up a weapon and shot at the police right he voted he brought the police there by his criminal activity I remember when we were hitting targets in Iraq I remember breaching a door and running into a house and stepping across kids who were sleeping on the floor and like running across them to get to get to a crisis point right and you know I felt terrible because I mean nobody wants to hurt little kids but they're that those kids' dad voted. He brought us to that house yeah. by killing Americans and planting bombs and, and shooting American soldiers. So he's the one who caused that to happen, not us, yeah. right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Mayor Ginny Durkin, this is one of my favorite characters oh, that's yeah. part of this apparatus, yeah. which is, it, it's like Bizarro World. Yeah. To me, it's bizarre World, yeah. World because it's so extreme. It is. And, and, and these are people who are in politically held positions that are running the law enforcement agencies. Yeah, yeah. And she says this is based off of the uh, the president's, um, his, he openly stated that the following uh, places, including Seattle yeah. and Portland, will mm-hmm. be defunded. That's the way it of, be. The federal absolutely. absolutely yes. So he here he re- she responded. I thought this was comical. The Trump administration's threats to defund Seattle, Portland, and New York. Are a gross misuse of federal power and blatantly unlawful. Wow. Unlawful. Yeah, this is somebody who facilitated yes. chop where three yes. people were murdered. Yeah, yeah, uh, the Capitol Hill. Yeah, um, and New York are gross misuse of federal power and blatantly unlawful. Trump Department of Justice and Barr's obsession with Seattle and me is irrational and most importantly a huge distraction. Wow, Th- this is coming from a yeah. person yeah. who decided upon her own decor, accord, now, now all of a sudden she's a, on board with law and order. Yeah, she, yeah. Uh, dozens of people were, were violently assaulted. Mm-hmm. Some people were murdered yeah. under her watch yes. because she allowed Antifa BLM to come in there and violently protest, mm-hmm. destroy businesses, destroy that whole entire beautiful town. Yeah. And now she's coming out and saying, that's a mis- misuse of power. I'll, I'll let, I want you to hear my response because it was quirky. I thought it was funny. Okay. I said, the fact that she used the word misuse tells me the mental illness in, po- in these politicians is real. The abuse of power is why you're getting defunded. More so, when can you can we look at treason and how about that citizenship? Treason, when you're trying to overthrow yeah. s- the sovereignty mm-hmm. of a country, Yeah, like how can these people get
1: away with this? And there's no laws on the federal books Mm -hmm. that are preventing this. I know, yeah, she should be arrested and thrown in jail. I I think Trump needs to go further. I think he needs to defund any college that pushes uh, propaganda and... and, um into the youth that are too dumb to, to know that it's propaganda, right? The the stuff that's taught in colleges these days is extreme left-wing communism. And I I the federal government shouldn't be paying for that. Yeah. They should defund all that stuff. Well know? when
0: you when you when you teach children this is what they are. I mean yeah. what is it like 25 years old you don't even have a developed prefrontal cortex. Yeah. Like we're we're apes until especially men. We're, we're not especially <laughs> dudes. I'm still an ape I'm a gorilla. But you, you take somebody who is easily influenced mm-hmm. look when you grow up when you grow up great in america mm. the 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 symptoms and characteristics of of democracy and freedom or complacency yeah you're complacent in every venue of your life mm-hmm. and and that's the greatest thing about it but when you start twisting this ideology and turning people of the mm-hmm. cit- that are citizens against their own country yeah looking in- internal thinking we're the enemy yeah thinking that africa and eastern europe and all these different uh, russia and yeah. china yeah. are friend are friends of ours yeah, yeah. it's like uh, go over there and see how that works out for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't no experience. Like I, uh, I remember when I was running sniper school. I looked at the POI and some of the stuff. Period of like, instruction. The class. Program the of instruction, right? Program instruction. Yeah, yeah. It, it's. I the, said
0: period of instruction for ten years. So I'm glad you corrected that. Now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe it is. <laughs> it, I mean, maybe it I'm is. wrong. Yeah, yeah. But I looked at it and I, I went through it. Some of it was outdated and some of it was wrong. And I'm like, if you put something out in a schoolhouse, and it's like this in colleges, if you put something out in a schoolhouse, people will defend that, argue that it's right because it's doctrine. They, they, it's doctrine. they learned it in school. So it must be right. Kids are like that, right? The kids are like that. And, and they're getting brainwashed much earlier in college in this country now, you know? yeah. Um If my kids were small again, I would absolutely homeschool them all the way through. I would 100%. not put them in yeah. public school, but um all through... Um, all the the levels, all the grades of of uh, middle school and high school, they're getting brainwashed, and they will bring that doctrine like they, they will argue that because they got brainwashed, they got taught it in school, and they think it's right. That's why so many of those protesters are uh, school teachers. Did you see that? Did yeah. you catch that? A lot yeah. of those people arrested A are school teachers. That should scare the crap out of every parent in this country. It, it should. I mean, mm. I mean, absolutely should because. Like when you're handing your kids
0: over to somebody, yeah. and then they come back changed, yeah. and like like somebody who says, "I support Black Lives Matter." The only thing I want to do is have a conversation with you yeah. because the difference between you and me is just the way in which we've researched and understand what we're supporting. Yeah. If if you look into Marxism and the founders of uh, Karl Marx, obviously, and then the founders' explanations and why they support Marxism, mm-hmm. it, you know, and I I say this in American Contingency Briefs. But Karl Marx believed that capitalism in itself was evil because it was founded off the, the backs of slaves that were traded in the human trade. And it was back then. Back then it <laughs> yeah. was. It absolutely was. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so funny because I, I heard this, this podcast with uh, Rogan and one of his buddies. And I won't name his buddy, but the, the, the context was that America, we had our own demons. And he kept using the word we, we, we are responsible. We are this, we are that. And Rogan simply said, look, it's not we. Like you keep saying we, like we did something here and now. You have no, I, I can't help that I was born into yeah. uh, Asian American um, uh, genealogy. Mm-hmm. Like that is the skin I was born into. Yeah. I, I just happened to be white and hap, happened to be Asian. Mm-hmm. So the, the idea that what you're born into, you're to blame yeah. and then, that the system that was founded because the people who set up the system were in that skin color. We we often forget four hundred thousand people died during the Civil War in defense yeah. in defense of African Americans mm-hmm. and abolishing slavery.
1: Yeah. And. And th- this guy was, it was The funny Democrat Party were the ones who had slavery and defended yeah, slavery. And yeah. Lincoln was a Republican. Let's yeah, not forget that. Yeah, and Jim that. Crow. Yeah, yeah, And Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, that yeah. was the Democrats. Yeah. We forget about yeah, that. but we do. We,
0: when, we look at, when we look at history and we look at everything that lined out, this guy was like, well, you know, we, we went into indigenous populations and kidnapped people. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he even said, look, that happened in the 14 and 1500s. Yeah. But the Spanish, the world was trading. Yeah. Uh, Me and Omar uh, from the Iraqi counterterrorism force did a podcast on the Mike Force podcast. And we were talking about the slave trade in Africa today. Yeah. Slavery exists in Africa today. Yeah. You know why? Because yeah. there's no sovereignty. Yeah. There's no government. Mm-hmm. There's no security. So you could do whatever you want. You mm-hmm. want to go into a village and hack up everybody with machetes? Mm-hmm. You can do it. You want to go into a village and let everybody die from Ebola, you could do it. Mm-hmm. Because we have governance, we have security structure. And laws. We, yeah. And laws, oh. we don't have Chop or Chaz. Yeah. We don't have DJ Jazzy Jeff coming in and trying to set up and 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 abolish everything that we stand for, only to have people murdered, checks, checkpoints to be set up, and then the destruction of our population. Yeah, it's it's insane. Here, I want to shift focused on the, uh, the CDC guidance and guidelines. I posted this on my story, and we've talked about COVID since day one. We, yeah. I, I think me and you did a podcast before COVID. Yeah, and we did a podcast as as COVID became a thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I did a story wearing a mask when the, 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 uh, the as my EDC, when it was still in China. yeah. And everybody was like, why are you doing that? I was like, because it's gonna come here. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what pandemics do. And the CDC guidance, they put out this blurb. This was tweeted from the CDC page. It says, there is growing evidence that droplets and airborne particles can remain suspended in the air and be breathed in by others. And travel distances beyond six feet, and it gives for example, um, during choir practice, in restaurants, or in fitness classes. In general, indoor environments without good ventilation increase the risk. So their guidance is that six feet doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You get socially distanced, but if somebody with COVID walks through a building and they sneeze in the air with droplets being in the air and you walk through that mist, then you'll be infected. But we still have six foot guidelines. We still have Cities and towns and states in the country that have banned businesses, including gyms. Mm-hmm. Uh, California is 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 leading the way in the in the wrong way. And then our examples by the CDC are choir yeah, choir yeah. practice. Yeah, yeah. But you can in New York have a BLM protest. Yep. Specifically, as quoted by the mayor or the governor, you will be able to come in here and do any uh, any activities that are related to BLM. But if it's any other protest, you can't do it.
1: Yeah. The, this, the insanity yeah. with you, that. You have to look at it. And <laughs> any anything that is being pushed by the left, and it's all the left, right? They're pushing masks. They're pushing all this stuff. And it's all these left-wing politicians that I, I Honestly, I think it's about the election. They want vote by mail. And I think it's going to be easier to, to for fraud if you do vote by mail. Yeah. I mean, and again, everything's on the table for the left to get rid of Trump and, and to take over and and uh, circumvent the con- Constitution and, and govern every aspect of your life. That That's their goal, right? So when you look at, oh, you can't do that, you can't have a small business is open, you can't go to religious services, you know, um, there, there's more to it, way more to it than, than uh, meets the eye. And people will say, well, the BLM protesters are outdoors, so it's not, um, it's not as dangerous. Yeah, but as that, being, it just said it just said literally
0: beyond six feet distances. That's why I stress right. that.
1: I was just gonna say yeah. it's outdoors, but you're crammed in together yeah. like inches from each other because there's so many people crammed into a small area like that that it, it's just as bad as being outdoors. So, um, I, I, I again, I just hope that sensible Americans will look at people like de Blasio and Cuomo and Newsom in California. They're and go, already looking at it, right? What That's the are we Everybody's- doing? But if you, I mean, California is a failed state now at this point, right? Yeah. Because everybody who has an income and a brain in their head is leaving. They're getting out in big numbers and hopefully they won't bring their, their left-wing politician, politics to places like Utah and, and Montana and, and Arizona. Um, but you have to look at that. If you're, if you're a sensible... Law-abiding American and going, I, 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 okay, I don't like Trump, but I can't vote for these left-wing lunatics. They, they, they have an agenda to burn the system to the ground and rule every aspect of your life because that's what communism and socialism does. It, yeah. it completely ru- ruins rules every aspect of your life and tells you what to, to see, think, and breed every single day. Well, they, they, already,
0: they already said like I, Nancy Pelosi was asked this by a correspondent from uh, a liberal agency, and they said, hey. Um, would you be willing to do an impeachment just to stall yeah, the progress yeah, yeah. of moving oh, it, who's the people? It was Stephanopoulos,
1: center? who's, yeah. who, who's yeah. a left wing. A uh, attack dog for the la- yeah. and has been for decades. Right, yeah. he worked for Bill Clinton, but he he purposely teed that up to get yeah. it in there. Oh well, some people have suggested you should do an impeachment to stop this. And yeah. she what she said? Nothing's we, basically off the table. Yeah, she yeah, said we're we, not going to let her hand. Or sure, yeah, her hand. we have many arrows in our quiver. She yeah. said, and then she restarted the conversation like she just had a senile yeah. senior moment. She had a breakdown. like yeah. mentally she, she is. You, mentally you could see Ill.
0: It disconnect. Yeah, like there was a yeah. gap in the. And
1: then all of a sudden, halfway through the conversation. She said, good morning. And yeah. she started to get like, she rebooted her tiny little brand. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I, I think, you know, listening to the, the, the Ben Shapiro stuff and collectively looking at all this unfold, what I'm scared of is I'm scared for American citizens. Yeah. Right. Because when, when I say American citizen, I, I want like an American citizen to me is somebody who works. Because they they believe in working to feed their families mm-hmm. and to progress their lives and democracy yeah. and freedom, mm-hmm. and so they're not out protesting. You know why? Because they don't have time. No, because they had a they got a family to feed. Yeah, who believe in for all of a sudden somehow if you say the word patriot, it's it's assimilated with the far right, which I'm not a fan of either. I'm right? not either. Yeah, we both have been avoc- like, I mean, we're probably I mean we're Green Beret hippies, right? I mean, I, I admitted on Amy Stump's podcast that I smoke weed. I do, I do that because you know what's better than uh you know what's you know what weed is better than alcohol. Yeah, alcohol <laughs> and Ambien and yeah, trazodone yeah. and the VA system. Yeah, that's the solution for sleep. Yeah. So uh, when I say that, I get a little antsy because I'm like, oh wait, that, that goes against my conservative values. Yeah. You know, but I I I'm not a a
1: right winger. Because I'm not an extremist. I'm not either. If you want to, if you're, you want to be gay, be gay. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. As long as it doesn't become mandatory, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and you want to marry you, uh, you want to marry market, a go. dude, or you <laughs> want to marry a female? You want to marry a woman? I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. We have never but cared. No. We're, you know what it is, Mike? In in the military, especially in special operations, we have every race there, and they're our brothers. Yeah. We hang out. We like Omar from the ICTF, he did a post the other day. God bless America, greatest country in the world, yeah. man. That's a guy who grew he's up. a in, truck driver from Iraq. Yeah, he grew up who was in Baghdad. An operator. Yeah. A tier
0: one operator in the Iraqi
1: special operations. Yeah. We yeah. stood side by
0: side doing combat operations. His brothers. And now he's a truck driver. Yeah. And he's living in the America. He's happy as shit.
1: Yeah. And and you know, um Yep, Muslims attacked us on 9-11. Well, Omar. It was something, you know, Omar's like our brother, man. Yeah. I'd do anything for that guy. And all the other Iraqis, we worked with for years, yeah. right? Um, it just was never an issue. I remember we were at a, a sniper course one time, and uh, you were down behind the gun, and the guy said, uh, oh, uh, stop squinting. And Jason was like, he can't help it because you're Asian. <laughs> that's funny, so right? Like, oh, that's yeah. Well, he was like, oh that? my god, yeah, yeah. it's
0: funny, right? That's we're a family. Yeah, and, and yeah. see this 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 divide, which is which is creating these segments of like this tribalism, yeah. right? Yeah, I think tribalism has its inherent flaws. Yeah, but I also think in the power of assembling for the right reason, and I, and I hate to say this, but this is kind of like a an egotistical thing to say, and I, I remember. The mindset from um, PLDC. Remember PLDC, mm-hmm. Primary Leadership Development. Course, many right? moons
1: ago, yeah, many moons ago. Yeah. I went when I was
0: 20 years old, and it was at Fort Knox. Yeah, and me and me and Kevin were the were the um, that year zone of going to PLDC, where a couple of job specialties came together. But I had a lot of women. Yep. in my uh, PLDC class, and when I had women for the first time being in the infantry, I realized how difficult it was to lead women. Mm-hmm. So I had to change tactics. Yep. So I changed tactics. And, and the egotistical part is I liked being in charge because I trusted myself mm-hmm. because I was a moderate. I, I was somebody who believed in, in equal balance. We had black females, white females. We had uh, black dudes, white dudes. It was an, a, a conglomerate of the American army. Yeah. And I knew that I could lead because one, my ethnicity, right? The Asians were like the neutral race. We get away with everything. Mm-hmm. But I had this opportunity and I trusted myself in that, that opportunity. When I look at American contingency, I don't want to be the leader. I want to be the conduit to bringing people together, to, to let them connect with you and your expertise. Um, and I, I kind of want to segue into that because I'm, I'm fearful for this idea of civil war. when when we st- Nobody you, wants you know, that. Uh, not yeah. a lot of people know this, but you named American contingency. I think I named it American.
1: I, was at we- I said contingent, the contingency, and you were like American contingency. Yeah. yeah. We,
0: but we came up with it together. We were there in the beginning stages of all this uh, unfolding.
1: I remember you talking about a vision like this right here. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's a bold vision. I, I, and here, a couple of months later, it's yeah, coming true. Yeah. Thanks to
0: the guys. I mean, yeah. and the, everybody and the gals who. You know, Heather and Kurt and Jay, all the yeah. new people coming together. Yeah. That's that's why this it's is badly happening. needed.
1: It's, yeah. it's needed, yeah. yeah. Like.
0: Well, one of the ideas is, you know, we have to line out a path to preparedness. Mm-hmm. It's, preparedness is what we do for Philcraft's survival. That's what we teach. That's yeah. that's the lifestyle that we live. But when I think of American Contingency, it's this broader idea, which is and I told Andy some on uh, on the podcast this, and I need to tell you this. But I want this to be, I want it, I want this to be the trusted news resource. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you because told me that. Because I, I
1: I can't trust Fox News. No, you can't. Right? None because they, they have an agenda. Yeah. Right. It's I about can't money. Trust CNN. Yeah. And it's all about money. It's all about money. <laughs> money. Money. Rage, stirs viewership. Viewership. Viewership stirs dollars. Yeah. And dollars, millions and millions and millions of dollars. So if you enrage a population, all they care about is you tune in. Yeah. Now, what that does to the country? Irrelevant to them. Yeah. They don't care. So, yeah, it, it's a corporation. It's a soulless corporation. All of them. If this civil war kicks off, what is... If it kicks off tonight, what
0: does tomorrow look like?
1: Oh, my God. I I, I really hope it doesn't. I I, I just... I, I hate to even think about it, honestly, I really do. I hope we can get a c- control of it, but every day that goes by, it seems less and less likely that we're gonna get this under control without violence. I really do. I, I, I think, um, I, I think if, if Biden gets elected, and they add four more seats to the Supreme Court, and they come with their far—they're they, emboldened, and they come with their far-left politics, and they—they they throw out the Second Amendment and the First Amendment, and you know, do whatever they want. That will lead into a civil war, and it won't be black versus white; it'll be patriot versus freaking socialist, basically. Um, and I, I, God, I hate to think what what that's going to look like because I would hate to see fighting in the streets of America. I, I, yeah, that that's but but if, if Trump gets elected, either way, there's going to be violence. There, if Trump gets elected, the left are going to see that as, a, as an opportunity to vent their rage and burn the system to the ground. But I I, I do think if Trump gets elected, and uh, th- he needs to take that as the American people saying, "We trust you for four year four more years. Stop this." BS that's going on. And I think at that point, the water cannons come out with the dye that you spray people with so you can identify them later on and, and arrest them and throw them all in jail. I, that, that's, I would take the gloves off the the federal law enforcement and I would go into every city and if the mayor tries to stop you in Seattle, I would arrest them and throw them in prison for treason. Ooh, that's, that's where
0: it gets crazy, right? It
1: does. It gets, yeah. it, but I don't know what the other solution is because it's not going to peter out. They're trying to keep this momentum going. They have a lot of money behind them, foreign money. So... Um, they're trying to keep it going, keep it going, keep it going, and then, like I said, if Trump gets elected, they're gonna see it as as emboldment. They're, they're gonna see it as rage. They're gonna weaponize the population with the media behind them, and something's gotta give. So at a certain point, you have to fight for America. And if 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 civil war did break out, there's a lot of people. Um, Mike Ritland talked to me about this. You know, there's a lot of the varsity team are on the bench right now. Once the varsity team get involved, all these vets with with twenty twenty five thirty years of training and multiple combat tours and a lot of guns once they get involved it probably could be over pretty quickly if if they really wanted to get involved. I w- would hate to see that happen I really would it, it's ugly it's horrible and it would damage America for good so I, I'm just hoping that this thing gets resolved but I, I'm not
0: optimistic yeah the, the, like the 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 mainstay is the media's role in this right yeah which is which is it, you, we think about, about this idea of the freedom of the press, right? Well, now it's become this reckless ideologues that are doing damage, yeah. and, and and this is this is not reversible. We, I mean, no. we'll we be dealing with this even the stuff that's happening right now for a decade for, yeah. for certain mm-hmm. uh, businesses to recover. The COVID on top of that, it's it's like the perfect recipe mm-hmm. for disaster. I mean, yeah. we're already experiencing many cat- catastrophes, but I think that pinnacle moment which is the election cycle um, is going to be catastrophic. I, I already know this because this just got updated this morning, but um, Louisville, Kentucky, where this Brianna Taylor stuff is taking place, the national guards being called in They're, They've already been mobilized. Mm-hmm. They've already issued a state of emergency. And so you think about election night, if you're not, activating your national guard per your city per your or or per your state Mm -hmm. you're making a mistake yeah right if you're not getting ahead of security if individually you're not bearing stockpiling arms and ammunition life sustainment you're behind the power curve yeah and and i don't want to incite people to think that Uh, i'm preparing you for war but you should
1: always prepare for the worst case scenario. you should be ready to hunker down yeah you should be ready to hunker down because going to the grocery store may not be an option yeah especially if you're in a left-wing city run by a left-wing mayor because that's what they're going to burn that thing to the ground so maybe it's time to to bug out and go visit your relatives in, 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 in a rural area maybe. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's important that people understand that
0: American contingency always advocates for you defending yourself, your family, your community, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And I, I've, there's rare exception to this. Uh, in fact, I talked to Andy Sumpf about it recently, and he kind of changed his tune a little bit. Because I said, listen, my mom, who has owned her business, came here from, from Korea. Mm-hmm. My dad met her as a, as a soldier brought her here she started her business 40 years in the making her business has been here yeah. she calls me and said there's a black lives matter protest they already burned down several businesses I They're remember she was down. crying on the phone she was crying yes. and i'm like i'm like the things that i will die for yeah livelihood mm-hmm. my family's livelihood yep. and i will net, i will not let a bunch of loser mm-hmm. criminals burn my mom's business down on nope. the ground. Thank God I had special operations buddies of mine on, yeah. the, on the QRF, the quick reaction force, to be able to respond. It's like, oh, insurance will just handle that. Tell that to an immigrant yeah. who came here for 40 years of her life, started a business yeah. for nothing, yeah. and that business is what pays to, to pay her bill. That yeah. pays to get her ahead. Mm-hmm. Pays to put food on her table. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. It's insanity. But I will not let that happen. And Mm -hmm. so, livelihood, the protection and security of your family, that is first and foremost. You don't need to die for a bronze statue. You don't need to die for a building, a federal building. But the things you should be preparing for now are when you have to protect what you love most.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Um, this is the uh, first one, man. Oh. This done? is the first time we did, yeah. We're done. Oh man, I, that was so what I did was I put an IRA background because it's a green you screen, did? so you get well, Don't there's do war that. and chaos, Don't and do I got that.
1: unicorns and stuff on my side. Don't do that.
0: It's, it, this is a good studio, man. I'm excited about. Yeah, this. Yeah, it's
1: gonna be. It's gonna be pretty cool. Uh,
0: next week I got Kawa, K A W A, two alpha, two quit, um, former fifth sports, uh, special forces group guy. Um, I already got guys lined out. Byron Rogers, uh, him. Hopefully get Andy Stump out here. Mm. Uh, Evan Hafer, who's down the road. So it's good. But um, you're probably going to work yourself into a co-host position.
1: Come on, man! So
0: everybody who's watching this and you're getting good feed, if you're leaving feedback and you want Kevin to be a co-host because you like his accent, make sure you leave Don't
1: that. Do it! Don't do it. You leave need to get behind. Candace Owens. I will. Yeah, I that will. girl's awesome, man. She is awesome. Yeah. Is yeah. it because she's an Owens? Oh yeah, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She is she. That's an Irish name. It's a Welsh name, actually. A Welsh name. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to let
0: you guys know that. Um, This entire show is brought to you by you guys, American contingency. Because you pay your membership fees, and we ask only for a minimum of $5 per month, that is what's paying for this production, what's paying for the the line out of news, media, intel, all those things, classes and courses that you guys went to in South Carolina and will do across the United States, that's what's paying those bills. And I want you to know that because I don't ever want to commercialize American contingency. We will have uh, deals, we'll have um, groups and businesses and organizations that we work with, but this is for you guys and I appreciate you guys uh, so much. Because if if it wasn't for you and your subscriptions, we wouldn't be doing this right now. So thank you guys. Till next time, peace out.